0: Welcome to the Mount Olive Baptist Church podcast. I'm Pastor Carl Stokes. We appreciate you being here today with us. Our desire is to preach the Word of God effectively and clearly so that you can understand God's desire for you and your life. Good morning, church family. It's good to be with you again on the Lord's Day. And... Uh, As we begin our time of worship together, I want to ask you, if you would, just to join with me in prayer, and let's ask God to bless us as we study His Word. Dear gracious Lord and Father, we thank You so much for all You do, and we praise You for uh, another beautiful day that You've given us, Lord, and another opportunity to to worship You, and another opportunity to to glorify You and magnify You and all that we have and all that we are. Lord, we pray that as we join our hearts together in study and, and devotion to You, Lord, that You'd help us to worship You with all that we are and all that we have, Father. Lord, we just pray that You would in, unite our hearts, and Lord, uh, uh, with one another and with You, Lord, that we might uh, uh, devote ourselves to uh, living for You and living for Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, this morning I want to talk to you about uh, something that is particularly uh, important for us, especially during this time uh, that we're going through uh, right now, uh, and that is uh, I want to talk to you about uh, your time talking with God. Each morning I've been uh, giving you a, a, a recording uh, to help you l- and guide you in prayer and uh, to offer up a prayer uh, with you. It's uh, usually not very long. It's uh, just a very short uh uh, small podcast of, of just uh, spending a few minutes in prayer. One of the reasons why I keep it sh- rather short is because I want to make sure that uh, no one has an excuse of uh, not uh, coming together and joining together in prayer. And, uh, and so I keep it short so that uh, everybody uh, who wants to join together in prayer can can do so without any intrusions upon their day or uh, uh, having any situation that that might keep them from uh, praying and uh, uh, in terms of length of time so i I try and keep them short try and keep them uh, to the point of praying about uh, uh, needs that have been shared and and just getting us closer to God. And, and so uh, I, I want to talk to you about your time uh, talking with God. Uh, something that I've uh, recently done is look to see how much people are praying. And uh, I've I've looked at an article related to that in terms of... Uh, prayer, uh, but Gallup did a poll uh, back in 1992 uh, that, that reported that 91% of women and 85% of men say that they pray on a regular basis, and that that includes uh, 94% of blacks and 87% of whites, uh, and 54 7% of Americans say that they pray at least once every day. And I hope, I would hope and pray that that is uh, a true statistic even today, even though it's been uh, probably, uh, well it's been about uh, almost 30 years ago that that poll was taken. Uh, a uh, more recent poll was taken by the Pew Research Center Uh, It was taken uh, in March uh, 19th through the 24th as it relates to our situation that we're in now uh, related to uh, the uh, COVID-19 crisis and all that's going on. And it says that about... um, The prayer situation uh, says about over half of Americans, about 55 percent, say that they've prayed for an end to the spread of coronavirus uh, situation. And among that group, uh, the percentage of uh, is uh, 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 significantly higher uh, that say that they're praying about that. Uh, this includes about eight and ten evangelical uh, Protestants and black Protestants, and about two-thirds of Catholics say uh, that they're praying about uh, this. Uh, uh, and sociologists consider religion to be a major uh, social institution that can uh, serve significant uh, uh, uh integrative function in and for society providing society with a major stabilizing force Uh, and a great deal of research including analysis of gallup data conducted uh, has established the positive correlation between personal religiosity and well-being and so it, it shows that that people who pray and pray about things that are going on, uh, pray about issues uh, that they're going uh, through, uh, it, it it helps tremendously. Uh, coincidentally, uh, uh, the poll that was taken by Gallup said that even uh, those who say that. God doesn't exist about 70% uh, pray daily uh, uh, and 10% uh, of those who say that God doesn't even exist uh, they still pray uh, even though they don't believe that there is a God. And so uh, uh, prayer is an important part of life, and prayer is something that we need to uh, to uh, keep in mind. Uh, uh, we need to be people who pray on a regular basis, pray consistently, uh, pray that, that uh, God will answer our prayers and that God will... Uh, hear our voice um, this reminds me of a story that of a little child that uh, was teaching Sunday school and uh, one of their tasks that they decided that they were going to do was they were going to uh, write to missionaries uh, uh in order to kind of uh, help the children to understand that 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 the support that they were giving uh, to help support missionaries was going to actual people, uh, they wanted them to write to them and tell them that they were praying for them and everything. And the teacher told them, look, uh, you need to understand that While it's important for us to write to these missionaries and let them know that we're praying for them, uh, you need to understand that they're very busy and they might not have time uh, to answer all of the letters that they receive. Uh, So uh, you can imagine the the uh, surprise that one of the missionaries uh, received when he received a letter and. one of the girls in the class wrote this. She said, Dear Reverend Smith, we're praying for you, but don't worry. We're not expecting an answer. Now, that can uh, be taken a quite a uh, couple of different ways. Uh, God not only wants us to pray, but he wants us to pray in such a way that we indeed expect and get an answer. And to me, uh in, There are some who who pray in order to try and have uh, peace within themselves, and there are some who pray that try and uh, just uh, meditate and and be closer to God through uh, their meditation. But to me, uh, the whole reason for prayer is to to receive an answer from God, to hear from God, uh, to to shake me to my core uh, in... Uh, depending upon God and and trusting in God and relying upon God, uh, let me let me give you a thought that will help you uh, with this. God never does anything apart from prayer. And R. A. Torrey once said, "Prayer is the key that unlocks all the storehouses of God's infinite grace and power." All that God is and all that God has is at the disposal of prayer. But we must use the key. Prayer can do anything that God can do. And since God can do anything, prayer is omnipotent. Well, I want you to understand it's not just prayer that that uh, is able to do anything. it's It's God that is able to do all things and it's but it's through prayer that we communicate with god it's through prayer that we uh associate with god it's through prayer that we grow closer to god so i want to ask you to turn in your bibles to matthew chapter 7 now matthew chapter 7 is uh even though it is not uh Uh, part of the Beatitudes and most people think of uh, when people think of the Sermon on the Mount uh, primarily they think of the Beatitudes that are found in Matthew chapter 5 but Matthew chapter 7 is still a part of uh, the Sermon on the Mount and uh, you can tell that specifically because when you go to this passage of scripture and you look at it you see that uh, it's one thing after another of what Jesus is Saying about his uh, his teachings, he he's he's giving a list of uh, 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 of things like in Matthew chapter seven verse one, judge not that you be not judged, uh, and he uh, goes on and gives other teachings, and it, it, it's it's all of those teachings of Jesus Christ kind of uh, uh, squished together in in one big. Synopsis that's found in uh, these several chapters of Matthew, uh, starting in Matthew chapter 5 and going on to about a little bit after this, uh, close to about Matthew chapter 9. But what we need to understand is that this is all uh, a section of Scripture that is a, a compilation of all the teachings of Jesus. And what we're looking at today in Matthew chapter 7 is part of that. And uh, Jesus is is teaching His disciples and those uh, who are not necessarily, who are the followers of Jesus uh, like the twelve. Uh, these are disciples that... Uh, who follow Jesus, but maybe not are as committed to uh, uh, being there all the time. It's not the inner circle of the twelve uh, disciples, and and so uh, Jesus is giving them these teachings because many of them are not there on a on a daily basis, and and so it's a, a set of scriptures that uh, have the teachings of Jesus that uh, that he teaches on. On a more in-depth level on a regular basis, but they're kind of given in a short form so that people can learn these and then take them with them and and be able to, to reference them uh, throughout their day. So as Jesus is sharing these uh, teachings, we come to uh, the important one about prayer found here in matthew chapter 7 and verse 7 Uh, and it's also found in uh, the synoptic gospel of luke uh, matthew i mean luke chapter 11 Uh, you'll find that around uh, luke 11 verse 9 uh, through about 13 it's almost word for word right here what Uh, Matthew records, it says in verse seven, ask and it shall be given unto you. Seek and you shall find knock and it shall be open unto you for everyone that asks, receive or asketh, receiveth. And he that seeketh, findeth and to him that knocketh, it shall be opened. Or what man is there of, of you? Whom, if his son asks bread, will he give him a stone, or if he seek uh, if he ask a fish, will give him a serpent, and if then, being evil, know how to give good gifts unto your children, how much more shall your father, which is in heaven, give good things to them uh, that ask of him, therefore uh, So, in those verses of Scripture, uh, you you need to. We'll stop there in verse 11. So, uh, this passage of Scripture is combined uh, to show us uh, Jesus' teaching about prayer. And and who better to understand and know about the importance of prayer, about uh, how we should pray, and those sort of things uh, than Jesus? To look to Jesus Christ and in this passage of scripture about prayer we see that Jesus is telling us uh, a list of three imperatives uh, he says uh, in verse 7 ask and it shall be given unto you seek and you shall find knock and it shall be opened unto you three uh, in these three imperatives there are three verbs here that that indicate uh, the importance of what we should do, he says, ask. And, uh, you know, uh, in asking uh, for Jesus, uh, these three uh, action verbs uh, that Jesus uh, gives, these three imperatives, uh, of course, um, it's written in such a way that we understand that uh, uh these are verbs that that are insistent upon the here uh, uh ask uh, the implication is you should ask you ask uh ask and it shall be given unto you um here's the thing uh uh, uh that we need to to grasp from these uh three imperatives uh, first of all uh it's incumbent upon us to ask of God uh the things that are close and important to us uh, though God knows everything that that is is going on and he knows our heart he knows our uh how we uh, our thoughts he 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 is aware of of what is happening uh The act of asking uh, does several things uh, first of all it uh, it shows uh, to whom that we rely upon it, it shows a uh, the fact that that we are uh, uh, so many people um, go through uh, going through life they uh, they act as though they're uh, capable of doing everything on their own. Uh, they've got uh, their savings. They've got their 401K. They've got their uh, job or career. And uh, they uh, they want to handle things on their own. And and when people get to that point of, of, of acting as if they can handle everything on their own. You know, when I was a child, I you know, when we're child, uh, children, uh, we want to... Uh, be that way ourselves and one of the uh reasons why children want to do things on their own to do things for themselves is it shows uh not only an independence but it shows a desire to be like uh, their parents it shows a desire of of being grown up uh i, I remember uh uh seeing uh from time to time when you see little children, they, uh, when they're first starting out to, to learn how to uh, to walk or to eat, uh, you know, the parent will uh, help them to learn to walk by uh, holding their hands and, and and steadying the child as they... Uh, toddle along and, and, and walk with their feet uh, themselves. And then uh, they, uh, uh, as they get a little bit more sure about walking, they, uh, it's a little less of, of giving them balance and more of giving the child security and, and helping them to, to realize that they're not going to fall. If they start to fall, that, that the parent's there to, to help them and uh at some point during that process the child will start to uh to to uh pull their hand away or or uh to swat at the parents hand when they go to try and help because they want to do it themselves and and so many people uh, feel as though they're independent of uh, of the need for God they they've got their own way of doing things that they don't go to God when they have needs they uh, they think well uh, you know we we, we can uh, dip into our resources or look into our savings uh, cash out some stuff uh, stocks or bonds or whatever in order to be able to uh, take care of an emergency that might arise. Uh, and some even go to the extent of having credit cards that uh, they use uh, putting uh, their needs on uh, future payments and being able to take care of things uh, spread out over the future rather than uh, dealing with uh, the issue today. and. Unfortunately, uh, they become more so uh, independent-minded that they fail to realize that they uh, that God is the one who provides all things, and this this uh, imperative of ask it demonstrates to God when we ask God in prayer. For something, it it demonstrates the fact that, uh, first of all, that we're incapable of taking care of all of our needs; that we're incapable of of providing everything that we need in our life; we're incapable of doing for ourselves. And it demonstrates that we're unable to do everything for ourselves. And, And secondly, it demonstrates to God that 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 we are in humility coming to God, recognizing that He is the one. Who is capable of doing all things that he is the one who is uh, uh is able to to meet our needs he's the one who's able to over help us to overcome uh uh, those problems that we might be facing in our life. And thirdly, it demonstrates our understanding that God is able to do all things, that God is able to to overcome any situation in our life. And so uh, that first one, ask that first imperative ask is so important uh, ask and it shall be given unto you it demonstrates that that merely by asking of god of uh, for th- for the needs of our life, of asking of God, and demonstrating that that we know that He is the one who is who provides, and He is the one who is taking care of us, and He is the one who can care for our needs. That it demonstrates that that God uh, that we trust in God, uh, and it says, "Ask, and it shall be given unto you." Seek that word there. Seek uh, uh, also uh, is an important word. It shows that uh, that when we ask of God, it it shows that that uh, we must continue to seek out God's direction in our life, uh, and and that uh, each in fact each of these three verbs ask, seek, and knock. They're all in the present tense. Now, for many of you, you might uh, think, well, that's not a big deal. Uh, that uh, That's just how it, it's formed in a sentence and and how the sentence is brought together. But uh, what that it means is, in the present tense, is that these uh, three imperatives, uh, really what it's saying is... Uh, Keep asking. Uh, uh, continue to seek. Uh, constantly knocking. It, it's uh, when I say it those ways. Keep asking. Keep seeking. Keep knocking. It. 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 it indicates that this is something that we don't just do one time oh god you know i'm praying for uh, health during this time god i'm praying for uh, people not to get the coronavirus Uh, it demonstrates that we can't just simply ask god one time for our prayer and that okay that's it that's all we need to do Uh, we don't need to ask god any further when we continue to ask God, when we continue to seek... God continue to knock all three of these verbs all relate to our understanding not just that God answers our prayer but that we continually seek and ask God and that we continually uh, knock on the door and ask God for the needs that we have in our life Not and it, it shows a continued daily uh, dependence upon God uh, but uh, when we seek God God uh, it says that we shall find it it demonstrates that that we have an urgent you know that seeking process uh for instance uh if you were to uh lose your keys and you have an urgent need to uh to to go to work or or to uh maybe uh go to the doctor's office or, or go to the store you seek for your keys and you keep looking until you find your keys it's it it demonstrates an urgency within you to find what uh what god would have you to to have in your life Knock. this is a a uh, reference to uh uh, uh, knocking on a door It, it shows a uh, a, a desire to contemplatively look for an, an urgency uh, in finding each of these three demonstrate uh, that we're going beyond our own self-reliance beyond what we feel as though we can uh, control and looking to God and with each one of these there's a response. Ask, and it shall be given you. Seek, and you shall find. Each one of these, knock, and it will be open unto you, demonstrates that if we would put forth this effort to search out uh, uh, from God the things that we need, that God will hear our prayers, that God will answer our prayers. Uh, And there are two examples of this uh, that uh, demonstrate God's willingness to. To help us to, to have the things that we need, he says in verse eight: "For everyone that uh, asks receives, and he that seeks finds, and him that knocks it shall be open." Uh, it reiterates the fact that that uh, despite the the obstacles that we might face that if we'll just simply ask of god if we'll seek of god uh, seek from god the things that we need if we'll knock on the door uh, and ask god to open the door for us uh that god will answer our prayers uh he says in verse 9 or what man is there of you whom if his son asks of bread, he will give him a stone. Or if he asks a fish, he will give him a serpent. Or if he will be... Uh, if ye, them being evil, know how to give good gifts of your children... How much more shall your Father, which is in heaven, give you good things? So the first example is, is, uh, he says, uh, who is it that's out there that when your child comes to you and asks for for something to eat, uh, bread kind of looks like, uh, a round stone kind of looks like a loaf of bread. In fact, uh, the... Uh, Satan used the the stones around Jesus uh, to kind of try and tempt him uh, after his uh, baptism uh, by John. uh, He said, hey, look at all these stones around you. Uh, If you're really... Uh, the son of god you could just turn one of these uh round rocks around you that look so much like bread you could turn it into a loaf of bread and and of course jesus admonished uh, satan saying uh, man doesn't live by bread alone but he says who of you among you uh is uh, when your son asks for you for a loaf of bread will give him a stone or if he asks of a fish we'll give him a serpent now a serpent uh, the reason that he talks about a serpent and a fish is you know serpents usually uh, connote uh, some kind of evil some kind of ill will or, or something like that and and in a in a a, a, a snake in, in the water can sometimes be mistaken for a long fish. Uh, so a, a serpent is kind of looks like a fish, or if he being evil uh, uh, and an egg kind of looks like a... a uh, some, there are some scorpions that can kind of uh, curl up in, in a ball that kind of look like an egg. Um so he says, who among you if uh, would have your child ask you for these things that are meant for good, you would uh, do these things and and give them things that are uh, 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 not only deceitful but also uh, could cause harm to your child. Uh, and then he says, and verse eleven: If ye then, being evil, know how to be uh, how to do good for your children, how much more shall your Father, which is in heaven, uh, give good things to them that ask. This is the second example, uh, after giving the example of the uh, the, the rock and the fish uh, and uh, the bread and the uh, the fish and the serpent and the egg and the and the scorpion. He says, "How much more?" This is the second comparison. How much more if you being evil? Know how to do good for your children, and you would give them a loaf of bread. You wouldn't give them a rock. You'd give them a loaf of bread. You uh, and help feed them. If they're looking for a fish to uh, to cook and eat, you'd give them uh, a fish, not a serpent, uh, or uh, an egg instead of a, of a scorpion. He says, you be and what he means by being evil in terms of that is you you and I are tainted by sin and we're not uh, pure and holy as God is. He says, if you being evil know how to do good for your children and give them good things, he says now the comparison is how much more shall your father, which is in heaven. And this is referring to the holiness of God, the goodness of God, the love of god uh that god is is all uh, uh, uh God is love uh how much more w- who uh, that God who is love and who is holy will give good things to them that ask he says if you're if you in your your goodness is seen as, as filthy rags uh, compared to the to the goodness of God, the holiness of God would give a loaf of bread to your child and not a stone or a, a fish instead of a, a serpent, then how much more is God who is holy, who is righteous, who is, who is love is going to give you? the things that you need, the things that you ask, the things that you desire for your life. Um, and so what we see here is a, is a comparison between uh, us and God. He says, look, uh, you know how to be good. You would do good. You would do good things for, for your child. How much more so is God who is who is willing to give you all things who is willing to give you his love how much more so will he give now the passage in luke i told you it was a synoptic and they're virtually the same um uh, the difference that luke has in verse 13 is, is that he says that how much more shall your father which in heaven give you the holy spirit now the holy spirit uh uh here in luke is basically conveying the same thing. Uh, He says in Matthew, "...all good things whatsoever you shall ask uh, 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 of Him." Now, this is, is the same sentiment... Uh, Matthew is saying that, uh, that God is going to, uh, that Jesus is telling us that God is going to, to give us all things that, uh, that we, uh, good things that, uh, that we should ask uh, of Him. And the Holy Spirit in Luke is the same sentiment that the Holy Spirit will guide us and direct us to all good things that God's spirit will uh, lead us and, and protect us and and shelter us and so uh, the sentiment is the same even though there's only that slight difference and so what we need to ask ourselves is how 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 often do we do we pray that's the first question you need to ask yourself today As you contemplate uh, this passage of Scripture, uh, do you pray on a regular basis? Do you pray at least once a day? Do you pray uh, uh, on a consistent basis? Do you have a prayer life? How close are you to God? Uh, I would think that during this time that, that we might grow actually closer to God than any other time in in our history. It's it's been proven that uh, during times of crisis uh, that we t- uh, we tend to uh, to become uh, more uh, religious in our activities. We tend to become uh, more contemplative of our relationship to God, and and many who are. Uh, uh, have have not had a relationship with god uh, during quote-unquote normal times during times like this uh, where things are difficult uh, tend to turn to god more Uh, it's my hope and prayer that you are i hope that you are being more aware of of your situation and and you're praying to god praying out to god even uh look even if you uh, don't have a relationship with God. Now is the perfect time for you to realize that uh, the 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 prayer that you need to pray is to pray to ask God into your heart. Pray to ask Jesus Christ to be your Lord and Savior. Pray that uh, uh, that God will deliver you from. Uh, the The ravages of sin in your life, and that he'll become the Lord and Savior of your life uh, it's my hope and prayer that you'll do just that that you'll ask Jesus Christ into your heart that's the prayer the first prayer that you need to have within your life today if you've already have Jesus in your life it's my prayer that uh that as a child of god that you'll uh, that uh, during this time that you have spent more time in prayer and commitment to God, devotion to God, now look, so many of us uh, have you know are filling our life with such trivial things right now because we have so much extra time we 're not going this place and that place we 're not uh, going to work and and doing so many things that uh, that we typically do and and even those who are working from home. Uh, uh, you're not spending time commuting. You're not spending time uh, going and doing things uh, away from uh, home that you've got a lot of extra time because you're uh, not filling your day with all those other things, going to work somewhere else. Uh, Look, now's the time to see that you need to spend uh, more time in prayer, devotion to God, seeking God and His Word, spending time in prayer, this whole passage of scripture, uh, this is what's called a periscope. This uh, that we've done, we've taken this and lifted it up, and we've looked at it. and It's a group of teaching, but if we put it back down into the context of where it is, not only is it in uh, the Sermon on the Mount, in which Jesus is giving uh, instruction uh, and a lot of teaching that that he's sharing with his uh, his followers that don't normally get to hear his. Teaching, Teaching on a day-to-day basis but all of this is about growing closer to god of of having a more uh a devout life with god of being uh of developing uh god's righteousness in your life it's my prayer that that you're uh not only spending more time in prayer but that you're uh, growing closer to God, and you're spending more time in His Word and more time with God. Uh, the more time you spend with God, the the more you have an opportunity to share your heart with God. Yes, I know that God knows uh, your thoughts and and your prayers, but but God wants you to to demonstrate your dependence upon Him. Demonstrate that He is the Lord of your life. Demonstrate that that God. Is uh, that your understanding and belief is that God will answer your prayers? And so spend time devoted to God in prayer and ask uh, God, and He'll give you the prayers of your heart. Seek out His will and desire, and you'll find what God would have you to do. Knock. And, and those doors that have been closed in your life will be opened. Those are, are the, the promises that God gives us in His Word, and we need to commit uh, to using uh, the promises of God in our life and, and devote ourselves to prayer. And, and so uh, it's, it's my hope and prayer that you'll grow closer to Him in your daily life. Let's close in prayer dear gracious father lord we thank you that that you give us this hope and that we find in prayer lord that you would help us to grow in our time of prayer with you lord help us to to demonstrate that we to rely upon you that we depend upon you for everything even the things that we think that we're able to do ourselves lord we we acknowledge that all things come from you and so lord we pray that 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 you would help us to grow in our dependence upon you help us to continue in our daily walk of seeking out your will and desire lord that we would knock on the door and you would answer and open the door and show us the way in jesus name we pray amen well thank you so much for being with us today it's my prayer that you'll uh will share this podcast with others let them know uh, uh, that we're having our services right now on podcast and and once we do uh, start to meet back together again uh, whenever that might be uh, that we uh, share our services on podcast so you can go back and listen to them again and again uh, or if you're unable to be with us in person like we are right now, uh, that we can join together and and unite in worship as a body of Christ uh, through our podcast. So please uh, share this with others and let people know uh, how they can find our podcasts. Well, until next time, I pray that God will bless you and keep you. Amen.